Welcome to the Undefeated Podcast with Sara. Did you know that you don't need to live feeling defeated in any area of your life? I believe a huge part of us learning to live from the place of victory is learning to see from God's perspective and discern what's heaven's agenda in this particular season in your life and in the world around you. In this podcast, we will practice discerning what God is doing, both regarding our individual journeys and corporately, so that we can partner with Him in seeing His kingdom come and will be done right now on earth as it is in heaven and live our lives undefeated. Hello, everybody. This is my 21st episode, which is very appropriate for this year 2021. And also the fact that actually the scripture that I have been feeling very strongly for this year is verse 21 um, from the book of Isaiah chapter 43. And actually, I, I wanted to read this passage from the verse 18 through 21 and it goes uh, this is from NIV it says forget the former things do not dwell on the past see I am doing a new thing now it springs up do you not perceive it I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland The wild animals honor me, the jackals and the owls, because I provide water in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland to give drink to my people, my chosen, the people I formed for myself, that they may proclaim my praise. Wow, this is such a rich passage. I love how it starts by saying that God is doing a new thing and that it's it's a completely new thing it's not the next thing i i remember somebody was teaching about this a while ago saying like when god is doing a new thing it has nothing to do with the previous thing if it would be the next thing it would be somehow related connected to the previous season but when he is doing a new thing, uh, it is completely brand new. And, uh, uh, and there's such a beauty and also like the element of surprise in, in what he is about to bring. And I love in this passage how it also talks about like the goal is that we actually discover our calling and destiny, which is to proclaim God's praise. That that's what we are created for. We are created to worship. And and also I love that in this passage, how it says that the way we actually discover um, this is by God giving us a drink. <laughs> So I, I guess my conclusion is that dry people don't know how to praise or worship. Just saying. So God is not only providing a drink, but he's providing a whole stream, actually streams of water for us. 
in the dry places where we are. And uh, uh, I, I honestly believe that drinking in his spirit and worshiping and declaring his praises actually go hand in hand. There's another quite well-known passage in John 4, and I feel like I have read this before too, but it's uh, when Jesus meets the Samaritan woman at the well, and um, and Jesus is telling her that um, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. And, and in the same story, like it goes directly after talking about drinking <laughs> um, the water of life and becoming the, the spring of water within them, it goes into talking about worship. And um, Jesus is saying like, uh, believe me, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in the Spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God is Spirit and his worshipers must worship in the spirit and in truth. So isn't that beautiful that there is the connection with uh, drinking in the water of life, drinking in his spirit and how that actually like leads into that place of worship where we discover who we actually created to be. We are created to be worshipers of the father and, um, people who are formed to declare his praises. And uh, back to the whole new thing that I, I really believe that God is doing a completely brand new thing um, for this year, 2021. And I was thinking about this, how we as humans, we often have the tendency that we want to hold on to the old things and and the past, I actually covered this a little bit of in my um, last episode, uh, how we like things that are familiar. And it's sometimes really, it's hard to let go of things, especially before you know what what's the next thing that's coming. And I have actually even heard stories of people um, who have been like severely sick and actually, like a specific story that I remember is about the person who was lame and they were in a wheelchair and they actually got miraculously healed, but um, they decided that they actually didn't want to receive their healing because they were so used to their wheelchair, like they felt comfortable, they knew how to do life in the wheelchair and they weren't sure about if they wanted to figure out how to do life without it. And, and I think in some ways, like <laughs> we all have our wheelchairs um, symbolically, like we all have the areas where we are just get, we have got so comfortable with the way things have been that it can be hard for us to 
receive the miracle that God is doing. And but I feel like the reason I'm bringing this up is like I feel like there's a grace right now available for all of us to to receive the miracles that we've been asking for and and actually like it coming from the place like we jump in the river of life. And <laughs> I was thinking of this whole concept of a river. Because um, uh, even like in the natural, I, I, I grew up at the Arctic Circle in Rovaniemi, Finland. And uh, in the middle of our uh, city, there is this big river. It's called Gemi River. And one of my very favorite summer activities as a kid was swimming in that river. But I, I remember like the whole like the transition of getting in the river was like <laughs> often very distressing and like it 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 was not comfortable. It was not a comfortable feeling when you're trying to get into the river because I tell you it was not a warm river. <laughs> But once you get over the like, oh my gosh, like, can I actually get in there? Like, oh, am I going to freeze? And, but once you get over your fear and you actually get in there, it's so worth it. And it's so much fun. And, and I think sometimes that's the thing for us too. Like God is inviting us to come in the river and, and we just need to get over ourselves. Like when we are sometimes maybe feeling just more comfortable just chilling out and being more passive and God is like no like come here where the life is and come and partner with me and and you will actually love it once you step in it's just often the process of like okay I am gonna get up and I am gonna jump into the things that the Lord is calling me into and and even I was talking about this same concept to my dancers this week and and how sometimes it's like it can feel like a little bit of an effort to to start dancing in worship or in prayer, um, especially if you're feeling all kinds of heavy emotions. And God is like, but the answer is here. Like, just just jump in. Like, just make yourself come and get in the river. <laughs> like, just start moving with me, and and that's where the life will be found. And that's where the answers are found too. And that's where the joy is found. And that's where you'll find your peace again. And I I was reading this other passage from the book of Ezekiel, where it's talking about the river of life. It's in Ezekiel 47. Um, so I'll just read some of these verses. It starts by, um, let's see, I'll, I'll read it from the, uh, verse 1. It says that um, the man brought me back to the entrance to the temple and I saw water coming out from under the threshold of the temple towards the east for the temple faced east. The water was coming down from under the south side of the temple, south of the altar. He then brought me out through the north gate and led me around the outside to the outer gate facing east and the water was trickling from the south side as the man went eastward 
with the measuring line in his hand, he measured off a thousand cubits and then led me through water that was ankle deep. He measured off another thousand cubits and led me through water that was knee deep. He measured off another thousand and led me through water that was up to the waist. He measured off another thousand, but now it was a river that I could not cross because the water had risen and was deep enough to swim in, a river that no one could cross. He asked me, son of man, do you see this? Then he led me back to the bank of the river. When I arrived there, I saw a great number of trees on each side of the river. He said to me, this water flows toward the eastern region and goes down into the Arbach, where it enters the Dead Sea. When it empties into the sea, the salty water there becomes fresh. Swarms of living creatures will live wherever the river flows. There will be large numbers of fish because this water flows there and makes the salt water fresh. So where the river flows, everything will live. Fishermen will stand along the shore from Engedi to Eneklaim, where there will be places for spreading nets. The fish will be of many kinds, like the fish of the Mediterranean Sea. But the swamps and marshes will not become fresh. They will be left for salt. Fruit trees of all kinds will grow on both banks of the river. Their leaves will not wither, nor will their fruit fail. Every month they will bear fruit because the water from the sanctuary flows to them. Their fruit will serve for food and their leaves for healing. Wow, I end up reading that whole <laughs> whole passage from the verse 1 through 12. It's it's just so good. There's so much gold gold here and I I just love so many parts of this uh um I love how it says that so where the river flows everything will live. Like that's what um that's what the river of life does. Um and that's what the spirit of God does. And even when it says here that when it empties into the sea, the salty water there becomes fresh and swarms of living creatures will live wherever the river flows. Um, there will be large numbers of fish because this water flows there and makes the salt water fresh. Like, isn't that, isn't that awesome? Like <laughs> how I love the way how wherever the river of God goes, that the river is not going to turn into whatever the environment is, but the river is actually shifting and changing whatever environment it goes to. So in, in this like symbolic picture, the, the fresh water actually changes even the salty water fresh when it gets there. And, um, and even uh, like I... Um, <laughs> It also talks about that a little bit later here um, about the places like it's saying like 
but the swamps and marshes will not become fresh. They will be left for salt. Um, or like actually King James Version says that, but the miry places thereof and the marshes thereof shall not be healed. They shall be given to salt. So I, what it says here is like the only places that are staying salty and dead are the ones that are separated from the river and uh and it's kind of funny the whole like play with words here it's talking about uh the salty places uh and i i know in like slang the word salty means angry irritated or hostile and um i know it's this passage is not necessarily referring to that but I think it beautifully applies and means that as well, that if you are <laughs> if you're separated from the river of life, that's exactly how you'll end up becoming. Like you will be angry, irritated and hostile. And uh <laughs> and obviously like God is God is wanting to bring everybody into the connection with the river of life and he wants to change every heart. Uh with the fresh water of life um and it's yeah um i was reading one um bible concordance that was talking about that it's it's only the people who choose to um uh be obstinate and um and like abandon abandon themselves to the lusts of the flesh and 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 who actually make the choice to stay away Uh, from the real life of God, like those are the ones that are left in their own saltiness. And um, but anybody who is actually just choosing to take the step towards God and who is choosing to jump in that place of where you are in connection with the river of life, that's it's the life in God's presence that actually starts changing you. And uh Yeah, and that um, there's there's the same or similar picture of the river of life is also found in the book of Revelation, chapter 22, um, verses 1 through 2. It says that, Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, as clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb, down the middle of the great street of the city. On each side of the river stood the tree of life, bearing 12 crops of fruit, yielding its fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. I love this. And it was actually also in in the passage in um, Ezekiel, uh, Ezekiel 47, was saying saying the same thing that um the leaves of the tree trees that grow by the river of life that they are actually for the healing of the nations and and I know like we live in live in times where we need healing of the nations so desperately and and I believe that the only answer for that real healing is that uh we actually get in that place of connection with the river of life and and 
the spirit of God, that we are allowing his river to flow freely amongst us. And um, I was reading from John 7, verses 37, 39. It says that on the last and the greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. By this he meant the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were later to receive. Up to that time the Spirit had not been given, since Jesus had not yet been glorified. Yeah, so, uh, but now... (laughs) his river um the river of life and so his spirit his holy spirit is actually available for all of us like jesus has been glorified and the father has sent his spirit to fill us up and empower us and to uh, lead us and i feel like sometimes people have this misconception that uh, the ones who talk about the river of God are like the other crazy, super spiritual ones who are no earthly good. And and that is such a lie. Like, like is actually being filled with the spirit of God. Uh, it does not mean that our creativity or productivity would go down. It's quite the opposite. We actually need the filling of the spirit of God in order to fulfill our calling and, and do everything that God has called us to do. And um, it's interesting that actually even like the first person who was mentioned in the scripture of being filled with the Spirit of God was actually a skilled creative. Um, this is from Exodus 31 verses 1 through 5. This is from NIV again. It says that, Then the Lord said to Moses, See, I have chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, and I have filled him with the Spirit of God, with wisdom and with understanding, with knowledge and all kinds of skills, to make artistic designs for work in gold, silver and bronze, to cut and set stones, to work in wood, and to engage in all kinds of crafts. So, uh, <laughs> so the river of God and the spirit of God actually, like he is the source of all creativity and all real true life. Like that's why it's called the river of life. Because <laughs> it brings life and he brings life. It's not just it, but it's actually his presence, his spirit. He is a person. Holy Spirit is a person who is wanting to come and fill us afresh and who is wanting to come and empower us and, and bring his creativity, his life-giving presence into everything that uh, God is sending us to do and, and that God is actually wanting us to partner with him as he is doing the new thing in this season and and I just pray for 
every one of you who are listening to this podcast that you would be filled afresh, that you would be filled with the spirit of the living God, that the river of life would just flow through you and it would become that spring and that well of water just streaming out of you that every person who you encounter would be also encountered by the spirit of God. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you are you are the one who wants to come and fill up every empty vessel, every dry vessel. I thank you that you want to bring the streams in the wasteland and in the places in our lives where we have felt so dry. We welcome your spirit. We welcome your presence. Holy Spirit, come and have your way. Yeah, come and have your way. We give you permission to flow through us flow through us however you choose to yeah we so thirsty for you we thirst for your presence we thirst for your river yeah thank you lord thank you lord yeah yeah you're so faithful you're so good in jesus name we pray Amen. And I truly believe that you are going to uh, experience the presence of God, the river of life, uh, even during this weekend in a, in a fresh new way. So be blessed. Drink in his presence. Okay, bye for now.